Hello, friends! I'm Morgan. And I'm Emma. And we're your hosts of Tea in a Good Book, a book club-esque podcast. Today we're finishing These Witches Don't Burn by Isabel Sterling. That being said, this episode won't be spoiler-free. Like how Morgan, no, not our Morgan, is just okay, according to our Morgan. (laughs) So, Emma, what tea are you drinking today? You know, the chaos that I feel in my heart led me to bringing water and Dr. Pepper to this recording. What about you, Morgan? I'm actually drinking tea. (laughs) The first time you're actually drinking tea, I'm drinking Dr. Pepper. I love it so much. The chaotic energy is there. I also, I I want to note, like, my stomach can't handle soda. I don't drink soda for that reason. So I'm drinking expired Dr. Pepper. Because I hate myself and everything. Let's, anyways. If that isn't a forewarning about what this podcast episode is going to feel like, then boy, do we not know how what to tell you. <sighs> anyways, let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So I'm going to address the elephant in this room. Mm-hmm. Emma, I hate this book. <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Emma. I... Emma, I hate this book. <laughs> I wanted to like this book so bad. We both wanted to like this book. We, I, I was okay. I was doing a really good job of convincing myself I liked the book, until okay. I'm just gonna address. I did not read all of the book. I skipped a big chunk and read the end because I was looking to see how many pages I had left, and I saw, I saw the Benton spoiler. Yeah. And then I went, nope, never mind. I can't. Nope. (laughs) I convinced her to read just, like, a little bit um, to find out when we found out that Morgan's a blood witch. Which, by the way, like, I knew. Like, I feel like... I I, I knew. You see, I thought she was going to be the witch hunter, and then it was going to be the irony of... um, Hannah yelling at Veronica, like, what if you're dating the yeah, witch that hunter? You're the w- and then have it be it's actually your girlfriend, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would have been great. But it also I feel like it's I don't want to say it's ironic, but it's poetic justice, I guess, that she was so worried about blood witches and had so much hate and for blood witches and then it's her girlfriend. I love it. I do kind of I will say I kind of hated the way that she finds out. And it's her being like, it's Morgan being like, I just, I can't get this out of my head. You said that you could stop the fire. (laughs) Like, I feel like that wasn't that weird of a thing to say. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like it. The candle and then also feeling the magic should have been more of a like, hey, I've had a feeling about you. I, I really, you know what I really wanted? And maybe this is just me talking. But I would have wanted her, the second, like, Gemma walks out of the room, I would have wanted Morgan to turn around and be like, you're an elemental witch, aren't you? And, like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's what I wanted. And for... <laughs> like, I think it's more because she's also scared, because she's probably like, what if I'm wrong? Yeah. And I out myself to, like, because she also... I I skipped a big chunk, but, like... Isn't her family running away from witch hunters? Yes. Yeah. And she's running away. So from she's her probably really ex. scared 
Because it seems like they're... Oh, the ex was the witch hunter? Yeah, that's so, the chunk I used to Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> let me let me explain that. Yeah, so Morgan dated a witch hunter. Oh, hi. That's what her crazy ex was. <laughs> and Love so it. the blood runes, I don't know if you read this part too, but the blood runes at the beginning of the book, that was Morgan. Oh. And so it was, okay, so that was Morgan. And it, so... When they first moved into Salem, hi Zora, nice of you to join us for this podcast. Um, when they first moved into Salem, uh, Morgan did that blood rune, and the reason why they didn't find any traces of magic is because blood witches are taught from a really young age how to conceal their magic because the other clans hate them. I also hate the use of the word clans, yeah, I think that's just a questionable choice. And I think we can all agree yeah, on that one. I feel that. Um, but there's like that whole thing and the uh, runes were supposed to be for protection and they work best in public places with lots of regs. So, which leads me to my next rant that I wanted to go off about. The magic system in this entire book does not make sense to me. None of it makes sense to me. <laughs> I, I feel like in, like, the lore with the sister goddesses, that didn't make sense. I literally wrote, when I read that, I was like, this lore sucks. Yeah, I was trying to understand. I'm like, so, because the one was the favorite, they all got banished? I have, like... Like, none of it makes sense. <laughs> and I feel like, one way, I've been thinking, okay, so Emma and I have been reading this like, we've been reading pretty much from the same spot all day together. And it, it was, of course, while we were at work, because yeah. when else would we read? And, like, throughout the day, we'd just be, like, near each other, and we'd be like, I hate this book. Yeah, I'd be <laughs> like, I hate this book. Where are you? Yeah, are pretty you much. Re- like, I I feel bad saying that. Like, there... I definitely do, towards too. The, towards the beginning, there were a lot of moments where I was like... Also, when we were talking... We mentioned in the beginning... I fully remembered the whole, like, New York subplot that they entirely abandoned. Yeah! <laughs> like, I forgot yeah. that was this book. Where's that? Where's the whole New York thing? Like, I like, know that that's not a factor anymore, but, like... I, like... Don't, it just... It's gone now. Like, feels, yeah. the beginning of the book feels like a very different book from the end of the book. Yeah, and, like, I will say, the last, like, 60 pages... I'd hate to say it, but, like... From the moment her dad died to the end of the book was probably the best part of this book. And I hate saying that. Yeah. And I think it's only just because during that section of the book, it was a clear, like, this is what's happening. This is where it's going. One, I know we talked about this briefly earlier. I bet I know what happened with that. I bet that part got the least editing during the editing process. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so... Emma and I also talked a little bit earlier about why we think this book ended up the way that it did. And I fully think it's the editor. Yeah. Because it has so many different, like, subplots and there's constantly so much happening. Especially during this, the first half of at least this reading. Like, there's... Way too much going on. Way, 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 way too much going on. So we think that there was either just, like, 
the editor was like, you need more going on, or the editor, like, just didn't give the author any sort of direction, Mm -hmm. and was just like, go ham, write what you need, and then I'm, yeah, I... Or, the other thing we talked about was maybe she, there... The editor was like, no, we need to make cuts. So we're cutting this and this and this and this. Yeah. And just started, like, chopping things and not tweaking them afterwards. Or, like, doing, like, band-aid fixes instead of... Yeah. Which is a bummer. Because, like, there are definitely some scenes where I feel like this book has a lot of potential. Yeah. I feel like this book could have had... This book could have been really good. I love the idea. The story is there. The characters... The characters. Um... <laughs> But I feel like there's so much that are like that is cut and pasted, and there's a lot of things that logically like just don't make sense. So, and I'd hate to bring up Benton and Veronica because I kind of hate their characters, but like Veronica and uh, Hannah were only dating for a year. Yeah. So although it, they were like childhood best friends, so they were yeah. Of... But it does. She, Hannah didn't come out until she started dating Veronica. Yeah. So it makes sense. Now that Benton was just totally didn't even realize. Yeah. You know, because obviously he didn't realize that Hannah was a witch when he first, like, confessed to her. But, like, it totally makes way more sense now that he thought that maybe her sexuality changed. Because in the first, I mean, even years after you've come out, your sexuality can totally change. So it makes way more and sense. And plus, also, Savannah had literally got up to him and was like, oh, she's not gay, she's bi. And he went, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, like, that makes <laughs> way more sense. Yeah. And then, um, oh god, there was another thing that I made about that. Um, and I don't, re- I think it was the whole, oh, this is probably my favorite note, one of my favorite notes, um, is Isabel Sterling. Hannah is over Veronica, the book. Hannah is very obsessed with her in a very unhealthy way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, and I really hate that the thing that finally pushed her to stop talking to her and thinking about her was Savannah. Was those two getting together. And I'm like, that was really what pushed you to stop? That? Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was... Yeah. Yeah, I... I... That made me really, really upset. You know, I just... I can't... Benton. I, I... like... I hate that. I do think that... W- Overall, I think that Sorry. was a the good... the sky looks like green outside. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> weird. I looked outside and I was like, um... That is green. That, that is, is the color green. Very green interesting it's really pretty yeah sorry i fully looked outside and saw green and i was like that is not the color the sky is supposed to be <laughs> um, um anyway concerning anyways anyways um, <laughs> um like i th- i will say i do think that the benton thing was a really good twist it, it was a good twist i hate that they stole my son from me that's valid that I is just... totally valid but i do think because i I don't want to say I think she might have gotten this from Victoria Aviard's Red Queen, but Victoria Red Queen is very, very well known for its 
total twist at the end of the book. Um, and that's one of my favorite parts of the book. And I think that's probably one of the best parts of this book. <laughs> was that twist. I just, the, the, obviously, I didn't get the spoiler at the tattoo because I saw the last page. But I just saw that because, okay, because I was flipping and I saw his name. And I saw, like, the dumb talk about the dad being dead. I'm like, oh, no, you better not have heard Benton. That I was like, so I read the sentence. I'm like, oh, oh. this is worse. That's much worse. So much worse. Yeah. You, you, mm, yeah. Yeah. And I I was also thinking about, like, ways that this could have been better. Um, not only just with, like, so, like, a lot of the editing stuff, but I think, like, ways that could, this could have made this so much better. Like, making Veronica's character not so Veronica. Yeah. I feel like... I now, feel- hear me out. I know everyone hates love triangles, but I would have loved. I would have loved it if Veron if Veronica wasn't an ex, but it was a love triangle between Hannah Morgan and uh, Veronica, and Veronica wasn't such a manipulative person, and I didn't want to deck her all the time. I feel like that That's could fair. have made me like her or character like, so much more. If they had been... I wish they'd been broken up for longer then. Like, oh, like they've been even... broken up for, like, a few years. And then it's like, oh, there's a lot of hatred and, like, hurt. But it's more in the background. And yeah. And the main focus is, yeah, we still see each other because we're, like, our families are in the same clan. And, yeah. And, like, we... So we see each other and we, like, encounter all... The, yeah. I am kind of curious about, does it ever say in the beginning of the book how long she had been dating her? I think they talk about, I think they dated or, for... Like, they dated for a year, but a year. Uh, how long they had been broken up? I think it had been, like, only a matter of, like, a few months. Yeah. Like, it was fair, like, fairly recent. Like, not super duper recent, but, like, recent enough. That, because, oh, because they were dating when she found out she was going to be valedictorian, which usually happens toward, like, in your last semester of high school. Yeah. But she didn't go to graduation because they'd broken up. Yeah. So, like, within that semester is when everything went down. Okay. That makes sense. Um. So it makes sense that there'd be, like, fresh hurt, but I feel like that took away from a lot of the story. It did take away from a lot of the story, and I feel like... It made a lot of the things with Veronica not make a lot more sense. Like, I mean, it makes sense why she cared because it's like, yeah, she did love her at one point. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, ditching your date (laughs) on a first date, I feel like that... All of the parents, like... Yeah, okay. (sighs) Every single parent in this book was an idiot. Lady Ariana was an idiot. Detective Archer was also an idiot. Why were they not taught how to do self-defense from the from a young age? I know. Even though they knew that like witch hunter or what they assumed witch hunters weren't really around, like why didn't they why was that not something they taught from a young age? Why were they why did they not notify any of the other covens when there was, they knew that there was a witch hunter. Why did the council not 
tell anybody. Right, especially if it's like, oh, like, not to, like, we don't want to scare you, but, like, there's a, we we have reason to believe, like, a witch hunter came into your area. Like, warn people! Yeah, especially because, and why didn't they, I don't know, warn the elementals, like, hey, there's gonna be a blood witch in your town. Don't worry, we're sending them there because they have, like, a reason to. Like, I, honestly, they could be, like, it would have been a much more interesting if they were, like, hey, we're notifying you because we're adding a family of blood witches to your coven. That would have been so And watch them have to deal with so their internal prejudice. That would have been <laughs> way more interesting because now, like, half the... I don't think most of the coven knows, aside from uh, Hannah's parent, mom, <laughs> now, I guess. Oof. But um, the only person who knows is Hannah's mom is that there's a blood witch in Salem, but nobody else knows... But, like, now they have this whole thing of, hey, there's a witch hunter, so now we all have to, like, band together. And I just... <sighs> yeah, and I I also love the whole, like, magic, the subtle magic of freezing their blood. I'm like, that is that's hardly not... subtle. I'm like, that's not gonna be subtle. <laughs> yeah, and, like, oh, God, who was it? Like... Hannah is all like, this is not subtle. And then Veronica is all like, subtle doesn't work for hunters. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, but you guys still want to not, like, show that you can do magic to, like, normal people. Yeah, you want to play off the, no, this crazy dude attacked me kind of defense. Yeah. (laughs) So, I also, can I, speaking of regs, (laughs) I still hate that word. I love Gemma's reaction to that. Mm -hmm. And I love her being like, that's not an okay word. Don't use that. Yeah. I love her immediately going on that. Yeah, being like, yikes. I totally agree with her on that one. Yep. Um, And I love, like, she does fully go off and is like, that's really not okay in a not nice way to put things. And I absolutely agree with her. I am looking at my notes now, and I want to circle back to Benton. Something I realized, they don't t- they don't mention this, but in the beginning, I remember Benton talking about the way you get your oil painting on the wall is by completing, a, like, what his family considers a great act. Yeah. And, like, they very much gloss over the fact that that's killing witches. Yeah. That's how you get the... Yeah. Yeah, he... He still doesn't have his portrait. He... Yeah. yeah, but um, I do think that that could have been another place to have some really, really good writing because I even there was when they were when Hannah and Gemma and Morgan were all in the hospital. Um, this one I specifically wrote because I was like, I feel like this could have been written this sentence specifically. Um, it goes. The woman, whose hospital badge says Dr. Christina Perez, looks over my shoulder in the waiting room. And I feel like that could have... That kind of writing is kind of written throughout the whole, like, book. And I feel like a way better way to have written that, to have at least bumped this book a little bit better, just changed some of those sentences, would have been, like, my eyes searched her until I found a badge that displays Dr. Christina Perez or something like that. Rather than it just being, here's her name, here's what she does. I feel like just a yeah. little bit more description. Um, but also their kiss, Hannah and Morgan's kiss. 
uh, was this, yeah, uh, on their date. Definitely made me think that Sterling is a fanfic writer, which good for her. (laughs) I was, I was like, cause he talked about the, she loaned her the books and I'm like, oh, oh, she loaned her the book, but then this book is also doing the book because she loans her a book where they talk about how the girls do kissing and other stuff. Oh yeah. And then really I'm like, oh, like this book. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like this book. Yeah. I, (laughs) okay. That was another totally random kind of just off decision slash critique was when Morgan or Hannah does go to apologize to Morgan at the dress rehearsal, which I kind of went off to Emma about (laughs) like, why are you at a dress rehearsal response? Like is apologizing. I would most dress rehearsals that I went to, they did not allow people who are not a part of the like company or uh, team or what have you. They would not allow random people in. <laughs> like, no. a parent, yes. Friends, no. No. And also, in my uh, experience with dress rehearsals, usually parents aren't, like, fretting over if their child looked perfect. Like, if their bows were on right or any of that. That doesn't normally happen. Yeah, it made it. I kept forgetting that it was, like, the way it was bustling, I kept forgetting it was a dress rehearsal and not a performance yeah it felt had a very performance energy yeah so uh, it kind of it kind of gave me the vibes that perhaps sterling was not in any sort of theatrical theater or marching band or dance to know that that's not really something that happens (laughs) usually dress rehearsals are very stressful but it's not so much like everybody's super high energy most yeah, people kind of hate going to rehearsals. <laughs> also, I feel like maybe I don't know about how dance works, but like in all of the things I've had to do, like performance recital kind of things for, um, like they have the high schoolers getting ready with the four year olds. Yeah, that like, doesn't. That doesn't. They'd split you up, yeah. especially <laughs> trying to rank. Like you have, like even just like trying to like wrangle four-year-olds in tutus while while like the older dancers are trying to like stretch and get ready and like prepare like they're not going to be able to focus in a room full of (laughs) four-year-olds yeah no and like in my experience with like marching band and color guard um and with my experience doing theater like when you do a dress rehearsal you're kind of just rehearsing like the whole thing but you take it in chunks and you take like some of the chunks that are perhaps a little bit the messiest and you mm. kind of rehearse those a couple times. Yeah. And sometimes you will split like the groups up to practice. I don't know if it's if they'll all practice on like the same stage, but that will also happen. So Morgan wouldn't have been with Hannah the entire time like it yeah. seemed. And if Morgan wasn't a part of the like actual performance she probably wouldn't have been there yeah i mean like she or might like, have been there to help but then she would have been helping during that time yeah it would have needed her like i've the like theater things that i've done like we would usually do for like dress rehearsal meant 
the first thing we would do was start to finish go through the whole show. Exactly. But then we'd go through and do, like, working on different things. Yeah. Dress rehearsals. Like, they make it seem like it's, like, this, oh, fun kind of performance thing. It's like, no, dress no, rehearsals No, dress rehearsals are, are stressful. <laughs> they are stressful. It's, oh my gosh. Yeah, because like, you're... Yeah. And, like, yeah. I mean, in my marching band experience, like, when we did dress rehearsals... No, like, you barely got a break. Like, it was, go, 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 we're practicing this to make sure that we're good. (laughs) So, yeah, that was um, a bit of a critique. Also, I love how short Hannah's shifts are at her work. Yeah. Like, they're only, like, an hour long, and I'm pretty sure there's a law against that. (laughs) Um, Oh, she's a minor, though, so maybe that's where it plays in. Yeah, but I still don't think minors can only... I think there's, like, a law. I don't know if this is actually, like, a thing, but I think there is, like, some sort of law where you can't make somebody work only for an hour. Okay. Also, there's only three employees in this store, so she would probably be working slightly longer hours. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely not just an hour. Also, like, what is the deal with Nolan, then? Yeah, what is they the deal with Nolan? Nolan? Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. I was like, wait, we don't know. Like, was he just a big jerk? Who, I mean, he probably just legitimately thought she set the house on fire. Probably. But, like, so he was probably the brick. He was the brick. Okay. That one we know for a fact. But I've, like, I keep on trying to think of ways of how that could have made more sense my idea because it sound from what it looks from what we read it sounded like it doesn't show the entire video so i wonder if nolan brought benton and no and maybe they like had that planned or something i have no idea that'd be interesting that would be an interesting thing and that would also lead to more like Nolan's the witch, also a witch hunter, which would make sense, but see, I, one what I would love to see in a sequel book, Benton somehow realizing he has powers. Oh God, that'd be <laughs> so good. And having to do, I just want to watch him panic, realizing he has magic. <laughs> I think that him being like, like oh no. I have the, like, the you gave me this, like, no, you idiot. It's, it's fine. It's hereditary. It's, <laughs> like. Yeah. I do also think, going back to the uh, Benton and the, and the portraits, I feel like that could have been, like, such a great moment where she just stops and stares at the portrait and the, like, just the flood of realization and her dread that could have been a great moment of writing, but instead she yeah. just kind of continues. It w- uh, Yeah, also, it would have been kind of fun her realizing, like, something in the portraits giving it away the first time she's in the house. And, like, him not oh. knowing, but she knows he's, a, like, a blood witch, and then she has her friend there who's hitting on him and trying to also, can we just say... Gemma has the worst taste in men. Yeah. Nolan and Benton. Honestly, can I just say, I'm kind of <laughs> glad that it's the straight girl. It's <laughs> the worst taste. I think it's uh, she. 
she has some some things to work out in herself. Yeah. She also, likes people that like to try to do harm to her best friend. Here's a thought. Here's a thought that was totally just skirted around. What's going to happen to Savannah? Oh, yeah. Because, like, Savannah was there during when yeah, Veronica I, okay. got attacked. I feel like Veronica's probably going to tell her and she's going to be like, Gemma. Yeah, which can I? <laughs> I I love your hat. The Thank hat, you. That has returned. That has returned. Okay, can I just say, I have not felt such relief. The way I felt relief when, okay, the best way. <laughs> okay. So you know Wizards of Waverly Place, right? <laughs> yes. So you know how Harper didn't know that uh, Selena Gomez's character was a wizard? And she didn't know for like a full season, like yeah. a season and a half. I had so much relief when she finally found out. That's what I felt. And that was so wonderful when she finally told Gemma. But I was like, Gemma, Gemma, I don't know how to say her name, but I... I kind of wish that it happened sooner. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I did... I I do also think that she did a great job writing out, like, um, Isabel Sterling. I think she did do a great job writing out um, Hannah's, like, internal conflict during that scene. I feel like it could yeah. have been a little bit better, but I do think that that was a good part. Yeah, I feel like that was a really good, like, it makes sense where she's like, um, well... <laughs> yeah. I do... Here's a... Here, there's a nice thing. Here's a not-so-nice thing. I... Her... She did not write her mom's grief well. A mom... When you lose a husband and a house... And nearly lose your daughter, you are not going to be that cheery. There's no way. She's. There's no way. She's definitely going to be like breaking down and like. See, I would have loved to see her mother breaking down and then her grandmother stepping into a very grandmotherly role and taking care of both of them and being like, I'm going to be your family now. Yeah, I would have. So, I don't know if our listeners. Well, Right now, our listeners probably do, because they're all our friends. <laughs> yeah. But I lost my stepfather last year, and, you know, I, I, I've dealt with my own grief. I'm dealing with my mother's. I'm dealing with my entire family's grief. And, like, she did not write the mom's grief right. That's not, that is not at all, there's, you don't have the energy to even pretend to be cheery like that. And that's... I that's not even just a critique on Sterling's part. That is something that I have noticed in writing literally everywhere since um my stepfather's passing. Like even in like shows like stuff. Um there's a lot of times where I'm like, that's not how grief works. Not at all. Like you don't have the energy <laughs> to do like even fake it. So yeah. Yeah, that was probably one of my bigger like complaints towards the end here was the way she wrote Hannah's mom because that's not how that works (laughs) was there anything else you wanted to mention because I kind of wanted to end on a positive note and go over like my positive comments before we 
stopped. Um, can I mention that I hate this book? Yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, talk about... Okay. Um, Lauren. I love Lauren. Okay, Lauren was a great... I wholeheartedly, I love her. Yeah. I, I want to see her step into a very sisterly role. Yeah. Like, I could very much... I feel like she already has that role, but, like, even more so, like... Yeah. I kind of want her to have a bit more of the bigger role. Yeah. I would I would love for Lauren to... I, I would love for them to be like, okay, we need to tell certain people who are close to us, and then Lauren either knows or is like, surprise them a witch, too. Yeah. And then can be more involved. Yeah, because I definitely want Lauren to be more involved because I think that her character, like, the way she's written sounds like she would be more involved in that she is, like, an older sister um, kind of, like, character and somebody that's going to try to help as much as they can. But I feel like she did not get that moment during this book at all. And I really... I really hope that she gets her moment because she is great. She's great. I love her so much. And I nearly cried when I read that she gave Hannah black tourmaline. That hit home. Because <laughs> I have black tourmaline in my car. So I was like, oh, I know that. <laughs> I also like that it was her necklace. It wasn't like, oh, I found yeah. her necklace. It was, this is my necklace from when that I was, was struggling. was really sweet. That was really, really sweet. Um, yeah. Was there anything else? Oh, <laughs> that was positive. There were, just, there were little moments that I really enjoyed. Like she talked about, Hannah talked about um when she was making the card for Morgan, she used her magic to spread like the watercolor paints. And I remember being like, wa- "Magic watercolor painting sounds so fun." That does sound so fun. Which also, is from <laughs> it was. It's not really a critique, but I thought this was really funny. Um. When Hannah is apologizing to Morgan, I meant to bring this up earlier, but I totally forgot. My favorite thing is that it's no big deal to kiss, but holding hands? No. Like, her whole thing was, like, building up the courage to hold her hand. And I'm like, you literally just kissed her in, like, a room full of people. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) It just... It made me laugh. And then, like, they're, how many times they kissed. And then every time she was like, I'm scared to hold her hand. I'm like, girl, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you're not you're not afraid to kiss, but you're afraid to hold hands. What a mood, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say what a mood. But then again, I was like, I wasn't afraid to hold the last guy that I dated. I wasn't afraid to hold his hand. But kissing his cheek? Ugh. Took me like five dates. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> uh, that just it made me laugh so hard when I read that. I was like, really, really, Hannah. Uh. And then I probably should have ended with a Lauren note because my last note isn't like a big one, but just at the one of the code meetings to talk about the little kids slipping off their binding rings and playing water balloons with their magic and I was like that was really cute I I was like that sounds like so much fun that was a very very cute moment and a, that was definitely a good moment of our, a moment of good writing um 
and good editing. It was just a sweet moment, and I really it liked it. It was very sweet, and it made me really happy. Me too. Um, otherwise, otherwise, um, yeah, I, I know one thing we didn't mention is we switched note-taking styles for this book. (laughs) Yeah. Because usually I have pages and pages of notes. I have, um, three normal-sized post-it notes. A long one that's about halfway full, and then a little teeny tiny short one. Meanwhile, <laughs> me, on the other hand, I took notes almost like every other page at the beginning of this uh, reading. Towards the end, I didn't have as much to write about because I actually started, I was like, okay, this writing isn't terrible. Um, but... Yeah, like, if you look at my book, it's, like, every other page, it's just a green or blue sticky note. <laughs> um, also, on the back of my book, I wrote a note that said, Timber by Kesha is absolutely Veronica's vibes, and I will stand by that till the <laughs> day I die. Um, and with that, I think we should wrap up this episode. Yeah, that's really all I've got. Same here. Yeah. Sorry, it's kind of a shorter episode, but really... Yeah, there's... Like, I, I... We both really wanted to like this book. I think, in in general, Isabel Sterling, if you're reading, <laughs> listening to this, in which case, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're sorry. Um, I think that there's a lot of ways that this book could have been better. Um, and I definitely think one of the ways writing style, it felt like it's a book for 13, 13 14-year-olds, but it definitely is not yeah in any way shape or form um there's some times where i'm like wow this is great writing especially towards the end and then there's other times where i was like go on tumblr and look up fanfic like tips like i feel like there are some ways some times in this book where we really could have just gotten a little bit more better details um and I definitely think that it needed a bit more of a consistent, like, plot line and had the characters be a little bit more consistent or not as, like, 2D. Because I feel like the some of the characters were very flat. So yeah. Morgan and Gemma were definitely kind of the worst ones in that. So I would have liked to see more of these. I, I think this book totally has potential but this book is already published so we're a little late late for that but it's okay because i'm sure isabel sterling will probably come out with another book and hopefully mm-hmm. it'll be better no it'll be amazing i'm sure yes anyways let's wrap this up yep so any thoughts on these witches don't burn agree um, disagree with us uh, let us know on our instagram at t underscore plus underscore good books and on our twitter at t plus good book our next episode we will be starting siege and storm by lee bardugo be sure to read from chapter one to the end of chapter nine we're finally going to continue this series so if you haven't make sure you do read the first one shadow and bone and also listen to our podcast episodes about those as well i'm emma and i'm morgan 
And that's the tea! <laughs> Perfect. Oh no, oh no, what is it doing? Oh no.